Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. And uh, Chris, obviously, this weekend was a great one. But before we get to it, I have to talk about our sponsor. Yes, folks, we still have a sponsor, uh, at least until the end of January. So hopefully this keeps going. Uh, (laughs) Thanks to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for getting behind this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google and social media, visit TheMediaCaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of The Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. The Media Captain is based out of Columbus, Ohio, but works with businesses all over the country. Growing up in Columbus, there wasn't much Giants news in the pre-internet days, so Jason's dad, a New York native, used to get Giants Extra, which is what the Giant Insider was before, and Giants Insider since the early 90s. Jason wanted me to relay the message that if you don't go with the media captain for your upcoming website or marketing project, you are a buffoon. Make sure to visit www.themediacaptain.com. Chris, I know the Giants didn't play. I know that people are getting honest for it. But, man, this weekend was freaking awesome for me. Yeah, I know it was. The excitement in your voice last night. Um, It's a big, big relief for the Foley, man. Oh, my uh, God. First you, first you had Saturday. <laughs> I mean, that was wonderful, right? It was beautiful Saturday. Well, you know, that game starts. You see Dak Prescott lead him down the field. And I, I, I look, I'm, I'm seven and one in the playoffs just straight up. But right. I picked the Cowboys. I thought they were going to win the game. And you didn't. You, you, you rightfully had the Rams. And you said the, the linebackers were going to be slow uh, for the Cowboys on grass. They're not as good away. And you were right. You were 100% right. And I'm glad you were. And that was wonderful that they lost. But then yesterday... Oh mm-hmm. my God! When that when they went up fourteen nothing, I was like, Oh my God, dude, yeah. they're doing it again. They're going to go to the Super Bowl again. I, I tell you what, man, they came out of the gate flying, and, and uh, you know, Lattimore turned that game around with that interception. If he doesn't come up with that interception, man, I don't know what happens, man, because they really had the Saints behind the eight ball, man. And wow, and, it, and, it, and, it, and the Stones to call a a fake punt and your own what? They're yeah. the thrown thirty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Peyton felt his team needed a jolt, no doubt about it, and they got it. And the best part about that, Jerry, is that the Eagles were in a prevent. They were in a prevent um, because Fletcher Cox was in the game. He was on the defensive line. He got hurt on the play. So it wasn't like, you know, they were fooled by it, and they still converted the fake punt and turned the game around, no question about it. And you know what? Their defense was unbelievable the last three quarters. They couldn't do anything to the Eagles. Dude, I, I was, uh, you know, then uh, you saw the tweets and I know you, you were getting nervous. And, and for those out there, Chris is the more mature one of the two of us. I admit it. I, I don't I have no qualms about admitting that Chris is a, an adult and I'm not. And I started tweeting about climate control and Drew Brees sucks. And I was just absolutely miserable, miserable until that interception. I, I was I was sick to my stomach. And I didn't get any warning texts from Chris, but I, I don't I, I could see you weren't tweeting too much. So I figured you put the phone down and you were like, OK, well, let him embarrass himself. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I thank 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 God. Thank God that they pulled it out. Mm. That Sean Payton is on the other sideline uh, yeah. that, you know, we could rely on. And I look, I'm I'm a. Uh, I'm a Drew Brees fan. I admit it. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I can never speak ill of the man again. He came through. He made some ridiculous throws in that game. You know what, Jerry? 
I was very concerned about the first half of this game because I did not like the idea that Brees sat out the last regular season game and then he had a week off and then came back. You remember you remember Aaron Rodgers back in 2011 against the Giants, right? He was rusty that first quarter when they yeah. did that for, with him and the Giants jumped on him, all right? You you saw the same thing yesterday. They were not you know, that offense and Brees was not sharp that first quarter. Yeah. First throw of the game was intercepted. He only threw the guy, you know, he only threw, I think it was Ted Ginn or whatever, but but they didn't look sharp. They were not in sync, right? False start there, here and there. And I said to myself, oh, man, did they put themselves in, an, in enough of a hole? They're going to get, you know, they're going to get beat up here, you know? Um, the defense turned the game around with the interception. Uh, and then Breeze got it going, you know, and that, that second half, Breeze was incredible. I mean, penalties putting them in huge holes. Um, he hit third and 15s, third and 10s. Uh, Mike Thomas was incredible. Um, yeah, Sean Payton with the fake punt. Breeze with his unbelievable play. And Dennis Allen's squad, you know, they won the game for them, man. They, they kept it at 14, and the offense, you know, you got turned it around in the second half. And, and it was it was quite a game. I tell you what, it was quite a game. Dude, uh, Sean Payton, everybody's saying that the, the Giants – it's another coach that the Giants let go. And that – dude, I got – I have a hilarious story. I okay. have I have like the inside track to that. Well, I saw I saw you put something on Twitter yesterday about yeah meeting his brother or something like that. So, yeah, I don't even know the story, Jerry. Go ahead. So so we're in Wildwood, right? So yeah, we, we we're, we're down there and we have a, a condo in in Wildwood Crest. So anybody if anybody's ever down there, just look for the Giants flag. That's our play. That's our that's the one Giants flag flying in all of Wildwood Crest. So. We go to a Sleepy's in Rio Grande. Now, if you've never been to Rio Grande, New Jersey, I, you know, there's really no reason for you to go. It, it, <laughs> it is the, the dregs of society. There's a shop right, a few Chinese food places. You, you, don't, you know, living in Rio Grande, that's, that's got to be a tough go. Um, anyway, it's the heart of what you would consider eagle country. Lots of dirty eagle jackets in Rio Grande, New Jersey. So, okay. so we go into the Sleepy's, and I have a Giants jacket on, of course. It's the only gear I have when I'm not at work. And guy's talking to us, and he, we buy two mattresses, me and Mrs. Twelfth Man. And he says, you're a Giants fan? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that guy over there? I said, uh-huh. He's the store manager. I said, okay. So I'm figuring, all right, well, here comes the – he's an Eagles yeah. fan, and, and you suck, yeah. right? He's trying to remember his brother or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, like something like, oh, yeah, he was there at the Miracle of the Meadowlands, and he took a right, crap right. On, the, on the field at Giants Stadium. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. – he goes, that's, uh, did you ever hear of Sean Payton? Now, this was like 2008, right? So Payton was the coach of the Saints, but he hadn't, I think he'd won the Super Bowl yet. I think it was 2009. Right. And I said, yeah, of course. He goes, that's his brother. I said, who? He goes, the store manager. So Sean Payton's brother is a store manager in Rio Grande, New Jersey, mm-hmm. of a Sleepy's. Now it's a, a mattress firm. Anyway, um, so comes over and I introduced myself. I said, oh, I'm a big fan. Your brother was a, a hell of an offensive coordinator for us. He said, yes, yeah. so we get to talking and I asked him what, what happened? He was like the up and coming guy in the organization. And then he fell out of favor. So he said, yeah, sit down. So he, he just goes into it, right? He goes into a long story about with Jim Fossil. And he said in two, th- he goes, do you remember? Now I laughed when he said, do you remember? Cause I'm like, yes, probably whatever you're going to say, I remember it all. Right, right. So he goes in 2002, it was like halfway through the season and Kerry Collins threw a pick before the half. He goes against Jacksonville. And I said, no, I know what you're talking about, I think. And I believe it was the Cardinals game. He goes, Uh I'm pretty sure it was Jacksonville. I said, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. 
And this was before smart, well, not before smartphones, but, you know, we didn't have iPhones and stuff like that. So he thinks about it for a second and he goes, yeah, no, you're right. It's the Cardinals. So I said, yeah, I remember it was a, it was a, it, like, it was stupid. I think the Giants were on their own 20 and Collins threw a pass and we're like, what the hell was that? Well, Fossil told Sean Payton before the half, right? I think the Giants were behind at the time or it was tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, give me your best play. So Sean Payton says, no, we're, we're going to run the clock out. He says, no, I want your best play. So Sean Payton's arguing with him. And he's like, all right, you're the coach. So they call that play, pick six. They interview Fossil mm-hmm. at halftime. Fossil says, I'll never let that happen again. I will be taking yeah. over the play calling. So if you remember, in that season, yeah. the Giants were 6-6 six and six and went on a run. And they ended up 10-6 and six to end the playoffs. And Jim Fossil took over the play calling. So right. Sean Payton hated him after that because he got basically the blame for it. Right. Then you've heard stories like that about Fossil before, right? Like that when he oh, when, yeah. when Fiegel's yeah. punted to Westbrook, he said punt to him, and then Westbrook brings it all the way back. Then he tells yeah. Fiegel's, tell him he mishit it, right? So, right? so it doesn't end there. So Bill Parcells is, is about to coach the Dallas Cowboys in 2003. Now, this is still the 2002 season, so I guess he was talking about it with Jerry Jones at the time. And he calls up Jim Johnson, the old defensive coordinator of the Eagles, the, who, who passed away. One of, the, one of the best uh, brilliant brilliant defensive mind loved his uh, defenses hated 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 that he played us he's like he was like yoda of defense right so right. he calls jim johnson and he says who gives me he who gives you your most trouble and he said without a doubt without a doubt sean payton's offense with the giants Right. So Parcells contacts Peyton and, and wants to bring him on as, I don't know if it was quarterbacks coach or assistant head coach. I think it was assistant I head think, coach. I think it was assistant head coach. Yeah. Right. Because yep. it had to be like an upgrade from o- o- OC or else why would he take it? Right. Or unless, right. unless his relationship with Fossil was just buried by then. Well, Peyton tells a Corsi, this is the job I was offered. A Corsi says, okay, you have to tell me about tomorrow. Or maybe it was over the weekend. It was a very short time. He said, cause I have to bring in another offensive coordinator soon. So Peyton says, sure. So he accepts the offer. The letter comes over, I guess the offer letter or it's signed or whatever. <laughs> Jim Fossil sees it, crumbles it up and throws it at Sean Payton and loses his mind. Wow. And, yeah. And, no and, we, one, and we lose a good offensive right. line because of that buffoon Fossil. Right. So you have Lombardi, mm-hmm. Landry, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick. Like, holy cow, how many coaches yeah. did we have in our stable? So yeah. I, was, I was fascinated by it. It's 10 years later. I don't think he's going to care that I tell that story now. But – um. You know, a lot of stuff you don't hear about. I understand why, mm-hmm. like, Sean Payton left. But he told me that, man, I was blown away. And then I asked him, you know, does he like Shockey? And he's like, oh, he absolutely loves him. And that's when he traded for him. And, uh, yeah, so fans are saying on Twitter, oh, why, why do we get rid of Sean Payton? Well, he Fossil did him in, and then he kind of left on his own. And Parcells got him, so. So, basically, we let a prop. Probably, especially if he wins a Super Bowl this year, uh, a Hall of Fame coach go because of Jim Fossil. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, take the, the – Kills if me. Had, if you had a buffoon unit, it would be uh, – you know, you could argue that Jim Fossil belongs up there with Jerry Reese and, and Mark Ross. Yep. No question about him, man. I, I feel bad because Jim Fossil was a nice interview for me. Like, I interviewed him a couple of years ago for The Insider. He was a great guy. But you hear stories like that, and then you hear, like, Amani Toomer told that story about Fossil saying that to Fegels and then saying – yeah, tell him he mishit it. Like, oh, yeah. dude, you, you're throwing your guys under the bus. And, you know, you always yeah. heard, you heard, you heard rumors that Buffalo wanted to hire him. And then the Maras yeah. basically called Ralph Wilson and said, don't do it. So anyway, I don't know if that's true, but these yeah. are the stuff you hear. But then when you hear like an actual yeah. story from 
Sean Payton's brother. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. So. And then you got Coughlin running in the middle of the field. Remember embarrassing Dodge after that punt with, with Deshaun Jackson? Remember that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in the yeah, New Orleans yeah. game in 2015 when uh, we were mad that, that I think it was Brad Wing punting out of bounds. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Yeah, what a coincidence this all happened on the Coughlin's watch, special teams-wise, huh? Didn't happen on the McGahee's watch this year, but it happened on the Coughlin numerous times. Okay, let's move on. But Yeah, I mean, I mean, you watch a game like that yesterday and you just think – so much of it's coaching, and even Doug Peterson early in that game, the play mm-hmm. the play calls for the Eagles were insane. I'm thinking, well, you have to be more imaginative, and I'm, you know, that's when I was getting angry because I'm thinking, oh God, we're so far off from these teams, and but we're really yeah. not, we're really not. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's tough, it's tough, uh, but uh, yeah, but it worked out. I was listen, I like the Rams Saturday night, like we like we talked about Jerry, but man, I was surprised how easily they manhandled the Cowboys, manhandled them up front. Yeah, I was stunned. I, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe the linebackers, how they looked more pedestrian in that game. Um, they're they're mm-hmm. very good. But in that one, um, they really didn't do anything. And, and no, and, they got Manning. You know, Demarcus Lawrence with his uh, talking about Eli Manning and, you know, thank mm-hmm. God he's coming back. You know what? Thank God. Giant fans are, are, are elated that, that Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott are coming back because I just – I don't think they're going to win anything with those guys. Well, Dak – Listen, we talked about it earlier when the Giants played the Cowboys. You know, you have to stop Ezekiel Elliott. You stop him, Dak's not going to win the game for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, uh, it's just not going to happen. I want to hear about the last Giant game and throwing passes off. You know, one guy's knee comes down. That's the Giants. You know, if you think Dak's going to win Super Bowl and playoff games for you by himself, I, I don't see it, Jerry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Um, so- Especially on the road, bud. Especially on the road. So there, there was another thing that happened today, and I'll get into it. Uh, it was a press conference. <laughs> I, you know what, Joe? I have not seen this, oh, but I've heard my. people ripping this apart. It was bizarre. So first off, Chris, you're, yeah. tw- you're tweeting a lot about the Jets last week. So, you know, my buddy Ryan, who li- listens to our podcast, but is very offended by the, the Jet stuff. He had a question for me. wanted me to ask you on the podcast live. He said, are you the Giant Insider or the Jet Outsider? Because you seem to tweet well, about I also, the Jets. I tweet about the Cowboys. I tweet about the NFL, right? I mean, yeah, I, I tweet about everything that's you know everything that's going on. Not everything. I mean, most of these Giants, but I will tweet about other stuff. You know? No, I know. I tweet about Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, this was your tell, – tell your friend, this was the organization that said the Giants are going to be the little brother around town, right? That's true. Yes. No, I know. Uh, I so know. <laughs> I, I tell you what, my man. When you want to, you know, when you, when your fan, when your organization wants to cover up Super Bowl, tro- tro- oh, wait a minute, the Jets are the home team next year when the Giants play them. Does that mean you guys are going to cover up the trophies again? Well, yeah, but probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Adam Gase is going to be as petty as that as Rex Ryan was. Oh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious because uh, what do I say about the Jets? It's not real, though. I, you know, no, I, don't, I don't get it. I know. He he likes to follow us on Twitter, and he's like. Dude, why do you guys? Why do you guys? I don't have nothing against it. Why do you guys? Why do you guys want to hurt me? And I just laugh. I'm like, oh my god. I have nothing against the Jets, but when you when your owner comes out today and says, you know what really appealed me about our new coach? How much he knew our personnel. He coached against him six times in the last three years. You dope. If he doesn't know your personnel, he studied probably about sixty five hours of film on you guys. Yeah. Just because he coached against him. So if he doesn't know your personnel, guess what? He should have thrown him out of the building, Chris Johnson. Holy crap. <laughs> well, oh, I, I love statements like that. You know, I just love it. 
If you saw the press conference, it was bizarre. He kept doing this weird thing with his eyes. I didn't see it until the Jet fans started talking about it. Jet fan friends of mine, they're like, did you see the eyes? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? If you watch it, it, it's almost like he's looking all over the place, like a little kid, Mm -hmm. wide-eyed and... And we, He's we, terrified. We came, to the, terrified we came to the conclusion right? that that's why he wears his hat real low. Because it, it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in a press really? conference. I haven't seen it yet, Jerry. I, I got to see it. Right after we get off and finish this podcast, I have to see it. It's, it's, it's completely but is that really? Let me ask you something. Is that Adam Gase or is that really Chad Pennington, the head coach? I know. He looks a lot like he looks like an older version of Chad Pennington. He's a hit. All I'm saying is that you know, here's a guy you just hired who just yelled at an owner in Miami. He just he just screamed at an owner. He had a confrontation with the owner. Yeah. Okay. So if you think this is gonna work out, God bless you. Maybe it will. We'll see. But you know what? From what you're telling me, I gotta look at it after this, Sherry. He's probably terrified of the New York media already. He was probably so defensive about what they were gonna ask him. What did you uh, on the Jets? What did you think of the Greg Williams hire? Did they hire him? I th- I thought they did. I think they hired him as defensive coordinator, didn't they? Oh, they hired him today. I know they were in talks with him. I didn't know they actually hired him yet. Okay. Well, good luck. Here's another guy that's going to sabotage Adam Gase when things aren't going right, just like he sabotaged Hugh Jackson. Greg Williams is a punk. He's a good coach. I'd give him that. But first of all, first of all, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Greg- I'm sorry. They didn't sign him yet. I, my apologize. I apologize. That's, oh, okay. That's well, you know, point. if they're going to hire him, so you're going to have one guy who thinks he invented football as a head coach and the other guy who thinks he invented defense as a coordinator. Okay? So every time the young kid Gase is going to do something, Williams is going to roll his eyes like he did in Hard Knocks last year. With Hugh Jackson. Okay, good luck, Jets. And first of all, what, are, what was the Browns' defense this year? What are you in the top 15? No. So relax with Greg Williams. I, I know Greg Williams has had some decent years as a head co- as a coach. He's not the best offensive coordinator around. I'm sorry. Chris, do you hate the Jets more than the Eagles and Cowboys? No, I don't hate the Jets, Jerry. I really don't. But no, you know, the, that, you, you, this brings a level of passion in you that I admire. But because no, I, it's just that you know you, you listen to people, and, and you know it's like the Jet. You know, it's like it's the minor leagues. I'm sorry, it's buffoondum over in Florham Park. Buffoondum, yes, it's buffoondum. And then when I hired this guy Gase, and you know, oh, he's a he's an he's an offensive whiz whiz guy whose offensive ranks this year were 26, 28, to thirtieth. Yeah. So, so now, oh, oh, you know what? It was Tannehill. Wasn't wasn't it, was, you know, it was Tannehill never really developed. He was injured. Oh, that's funny because this is the guy that Gay swore by Tannehill. Yes. And then, and then you know, and, and I love this. Well, you know what? Peyton Manning had an unbelievable year on the Gase. Peyton Manning would have had an unbelievable year if I was calling a play. Ben that McAdoo year. was the coach. <laughs> Come on, stop. Uh, ben McAdoo, Jerry, has a better offensive mind than Gase. Give me a break. So two guys declared, uh, I don't know if it was today or recently, but okay. uh, but Murray for the draft and the linebacker White. Uh, two guys who, mm-hmm. I mean, right now, who the hell knows who's going to go one through ten. But, I mean, both could be there. Both may not be there by the time the Giants pick. But it just it adds to that nice amount of players that are going to be mm-hmm. available for the Giants. And like I said, you always go in your head and you're like, if they take one of these six guys and you start naming them and you're like, Bosa, the two Williamses, uh, you know the the tackle and the and the right yeah, tackle. Yeah. Um, yeah. The kid from uh, Clemson, the pass rusher, uh, Farrell. Yeah. Josh Allen, Haskins. I'm already at six. Mm. Then you got Murray, White. That's eight. Oliver. That's nine. So, you know, realistically, the Giants can end up with one of those nine guys. And and I, I like that it just keeps adding to the talent. And yeah, I think everyone's saying, oh, it's not a quarterback class. It's not a quarterback class. But watch, it would not stun me if Haskins or Murray uh, went in the top ten. Wow! Really? I, 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 
I can't see with Kyler Murray. I, the kid's five eight, Jerry. I agree, I but I agree, but but someone's I gonna fall, someone's gonna fall in love with his his athleticism and, and say I don't know. You know say, what, Jerry? Oh, you know what? Russell Wilson's small too. I'm just saying the team's gonna do as it. As long as as long as it's not the Giants, I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. No, no, that's fine. But a team is gonna do it. A team is gonna say in the top we love ten. This uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, uh, you know how these drafts are, but who knows? You know, so we'll see. Um. All right, but we have a we have a huge announcement that is uh, absolutely ridiculous, but. Before we do that, I just want to give another shout-out to the Media Captain for sponsoring this podcast. It's great having a Giants fan get behind it. Media Captain specializes in web development and digital marketing for all types of businesses. The Media Captain, uh, With the Media Captain, you'll deal directly with Jason. He will not only help your business build a, st- a stunning website and increase its online presence, he'll partake in some great Giants conversations with you. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consultation and just mention anything Giants related and he'll know you came from our podcast, the Giant Insider Podcast. So Chris, you, and I, I, I joke around that you drop names and this and that, but man, this is uh, this one's special, buddy. You go for it. Go for the announcement. Well, um, it is official. I will put it on Twitter after the podcast and all that, but we will be joining with Big Blue Kickoff. Thursday afternoon at 12 o'clock uh, with the great, as we like to say, Jerry, the great 58, Carl Banks. He will be doing a podcast with us. Oh, actually, we'll be doing it with him. It's going to be a joint effort of Big Blue Kickoff and a giant insider. We'll be fielding phone calls. I'll be finding out some more details from Banks, um, but it's going to be a great time, bud. You know, we're going to be fielding, we're fielding uh, phone calls from people. We'll be talking to Banks about the giant season and the future. And the three of us, bud, it should be it should be a heck of a time, man. I'm looking forward to it. Banks is a man of his word. He did tell me this a couple of weeks ago. He set it up, um, so it should be a great time, Jerry. Unbelievable. I mean, it's it's incredible. When you when you told me about it, you, you texted me. We're in. I'm I'm just I was like laughing because mm-hmm. I mean, and look, not to get too sappy, but both of our fathers passed away over the last two three years, right. um, and they would be. You know, they never knew each other, you know, right. but one from Brooklyn, one from Trenton. These right. guys would be boring the hell out of their friends telling them about this because this yeah. is insane. And they might be doing it in heaven right now. But my, yeah. you know, Carl Banks, man, growing up watching him, right. one, of my, one of my old man's favorite players. Uh, and and I always say this when I watch Super Bowl 21, they didn't show stats every five seconds uh, back in the 80s. Right. You had to watch a game and, and just kind of understand who the great players were. And in that playoffs, and especially that Super Bowl, I dare anyone to name a better giant. And that includes the best giant of all time, LT. Carl Banks was a man mm-hmm. possessed in the playoffs. And yep. in that Super Bowl, he had 10 tackles, four for negative yardage. And I remember my dad in the fourth quarter, 39-13 at the time, before the, the Broncos scored their last one. And I said, yeah, I was 12 years old. I said, who's MVP? And he looked. He goes, it's got to be Banks. I said, yeah, right? And even as a 12-year-old, I'm like, he's all over the field. <laughs> And then yeah, they yeah. showed, you yeah. know, unfortunately for Banks, unfortunately for Sims, they showed 22 for 25 for 252 and three touchdowns. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, it's probably Sims. But um, Yeah, well, Jerry, it's, it's I remember like yesterday, but and your dad was right. You, you know, like, who's the MVP? You know, you know, Sims just had an unbelievable game. Yeah. But if there was mediocre, like if that was like a tight game, Jerry, you know, where there wasn't much offense, Banks would have won it for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you forget, everyone yeah. forgets of the game he had. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And Madden yeah. was gushing about him throughout the gushing entire playoffs. Him. Yeah, so listen, you know, listen, he, he he's a real good dude. Got to know him this season. And, um, you know, he likes our work, Jerry, you know, he, you know, and I'm happy he likes it. 
you know, the stuff that we tweet and the paper and all that. Um, and he did, you know, he did say you know, that he wanted to be on the podcast. Then he came up with this. And I can't thank, I know we can't thank Carl enough. Um, so it should be a good time Thursday. Talking giant football with, um, you know, one of the greatest giants ever, right, bud? So oh my God. it should be a good time. Taking phone calls from fans. Everybody should enjoy hilarious. It. Unbelievable. It's way, way different than Twitter questions. I mean, I'd like to Twitter questions enough, but my God, taking, taking live calls, that's going to be insane. I, I mean, I, I almost feel like I'm going to defer everything to, to Banks. They're going to call and ask question. But I think you probably want to hear from Carl Banks. I'll just sit this one out. <laughs> so all Banks wants to do the season, you know, he wants to, to review the season a little bit in the future. And um, yeah. it's always great to get his perspective on things because he's right there in the middle of it. And listen, you know, his knowledge is beyond beyond anybody. You know, it's beyond reason. So, you know, it's, it should be a good time. Um uh, Thursday at 12 o'clock, we'll, me and Jerry will keep putting it on Twitter, you know, see if people call in, try to call in, whatever you want to do, and and hopefully it works out really good, but I'm sure it will. And and if you're from the Buffoon crew, please announce, because that'd be awesome. Say Buffoon yeah, crew. I will, yeah, we will mention at the call when we see him, <laughs> the Buffoon crew, and and um you know so it should be uh it should be really cool bud we gotta really get cool. we gotta get banks to put a shirt on then i that's it i can die after that for dinner, so. <laughs> well like you said jerry you know he, he was a he was a favorite of your dad's my dad uh he was a big favorite of my dad too uh, my dad actually met him i think it was like 88 or something it was after he won the 86 super bowl yeah um he actually met him in the Aussie, um the father obviously you know uh, yeah steve Diazzi. um steve Diazzi, i'm sorry i was thinking zach again uh, Steve Diossi, um had a great time. He said Banks was really a good guy, Diossi, the whole crew, and he always liked Banks since then, since he met him. And, and now to actually, you know, uh, to, do, to do this with him and um, actually get and actually get to know him a little bit as a person, and he's a really a class dude, dude. And it's going to be a good time, Jerry. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Hey, before we get to uh, our buffoons of the week and all that, I, I just I got to ask one question of you, bud. I, wanna give you, I want you to give me an honest answer. Is Tyson Hill better than Drew Brees? I tweeted that yesterday. Yes. When Tyson Hill threw that perfect touchdown pass, I just did it as a joke. And by the way, the other joke I put out there on Saturday and everyone went nuts. I said, do the the Indianapolis Colts now have a quarterback problem? And I said, yes or no. And everyone was like, you're an idiot. I was just basically acting like a knee-jerk media idiot. And I was just doing it on purpose. It was a lot of sarcasm. Chris texted me, he goes, yeah, Jared, please take that down. We look like buffoons. I said, okay, bye. So I took it down. Yeah. But um, I put that out there yesterday that Hill was better than Breeze because he threw a beautiful pass. And, oh, my God. And I, just, I was mad at Drew Breeze at the time. And I, you know, I, yeah, listen, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, uh, what's the word? You really want me to say the word? No, no. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm knee jerk. I'm a knee jerk reaction guy. And emotional i'm very emotional so when i when i put that out there it's mostly for fun but there's a lot of sarcasm with it but uh all right i gotta ask you this question because there is a quarterback controversy in philly now i don't care Mm -hmm. what these idiots on wip say okay they can say the quarterback controversy is over but if i'm carson wentz the, the the shadow of nick Foles just got bigger because not only did he lead you lead the eagles to a super bowl last year and play impeccable football but this year he brought him from the dead, went out to L.A. one, beat, what, the, the, the Houston Texans at home with yeah, come from behind. Nice had yeah. a nice win against the Bears. Really almost was driving. Okay, I know they, they, they got a, a personal foul penalty, but, you know, Jeffrey catches that ball. They're on the 20. I'm not saying they win, but it gets a lot more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Who thought, okay, they're, they're down six. Who wasn't scared? I was. But 
be that as it may, with everything going on, he's 30 years old. I'm going to ask one more time, and then I'm going to leave it alone until people start asking again. Chris. Yes. Do you want Nick Foles to be the quarterback of the Giants next year? Um. Yes, I would like to see that. Yeah, uh-huh. I, 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 I would like. To. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I go back and forth it a little bit. I know. Um. Yeah, I, I would like to see Foles as the quarterback. He's, you know, um. Yeah. I, yes, I would. He's almost like the like like the Terminator. Like you, you can't you? kill him. Yes, yes. That's why I'm asking because I, mm-hmm. I, my answer has been yes all along. I, now I, you, right, go ahead. No, he he had his uh, he, under Shermer as his offensive coordinator, twenty seven touchdowns, two picks. He's great in big games. Um, hey, look, and he's not That's much more. He's yeah, a he, clutch, right, Jerry? In these big games, holy god! Right, and he, he's not much more mobile than Eli, so you have to put a line in front of him. I, I I've never said I wanted a running quarterback. I just want a quarterback who has pocket mobility. Okay, a guy that can move up right. and, down, and, and out of the pocket and can you know roll out and throw. I don't need Russell Wilson. So whenever I say Eli's... No, you just, you know, yeah, 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 right. You don't want a guy like... You, you listen, you know, you, look at Breeze. The guy knows how to move around the pocket. Right, Brady knows how to I wouldn't say he's mobile. No, but he knows how to shift in the pocket, Jerry. And, that's and, that, the big, and that's what Foles that's what Eli can do. can't do, man. Eli can't do that. He can't shift with those feet, you know? Right, and and Foles throws the long ball well, right? He doesn't have the strongest yes. arm in the league, but he has, a, he has a good arm, and he's smart with the ball. I, I just... Listen, and I, as you would say, listen... I, I want Foles, and I, I admit I admit a small part of me wants to be able to yell to Carson Wentz from the stadium. Foles is better. We have your Super Bowl. Uh, we have your Super Bowl champion. And again, I, I know Giant fans. I know Giant fans will start decorating that statue in front of the link with Giant gear because he's now a, he would he would be a Giant. So Let me why, ask you, why not put a hat and jersey on him? Go ahead, sorry. I have to ask you this question now. You ready? Yeah. You think deep down inside Carson Wentz was like, please don't a pick here. Yes. <laughs> I think it's only human, though. <laughs> and he's gonna say he's gonna he's gonna look. Carson Wentz is a good kid. He's gonna quote Jesus. Oh, he's a great kid, and that's yeah. fine. I get it. But you kid. can't tell me he wasn't rooting for an interception. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I let it go. I was just curious about that. You think Wednesday thought so? I was like, oh my god, if Falls wins it's the Super Bowl, what's gonna happen too. with me? I would, I would admit it. <laughs> yes, I would. I'd be. <laughs> Oh, listen, uh, I don't know what the Eagles are going to do. He's not coming back false. So, you know, he'll, uh, we'll see if they pick up that option or something, and that, then they trade him, you know, or they, it's they gonna, pay him. Yeah. yeah, I don't so, know what they're going to do. They, they, You know, they can't franchise tag him because then it's one year no, of like $25 million. They're going to probably try to protect, you know, that option that kicks in and then trade him, that $20 million, whatever the hell it is, and then trade him, you know. So, yep. um, which means the Giants will never get him. So, all right. Oh, we'll see, bud. All right, so we will leave the Nick Foles subject alone, unless other people, yeah. unless fans write in and, and tweet at us and want to uh, want to hear more about it. But I know everybody's kind of tired of. of well, you know what, it. bud? In a couple of weeks, um, the free agency list comes out. You know, right after the Super Bowl, free agency starts March fourteenth, right? Um, so before you know it, man, once that list comes out, Jerry, of everybody that's a free agent, you know, who's not franchise, which I think begins February, whatever it is, and. And we'll have fun with it, bud. You know, we'll start seeing who who we can look at, you know, and all that. And it should be a good, t- you know, we'll have a good, even though it's your season, we'll have a lot of fun with it. All right. So the Eagles have a ton of them. I'll just say that. And one of them is uh, Chris Long and, and Darren Sproles. And I'm tired of Darren Sproles ruining my life. So I, hopefully he just rides off into the sunset and retires already or another team gets him. I don't want everyone to see him again. And, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Long, I think is, I don't know if Michael Bennett is or not, but anyway, time for Buffoon of the Week. I'll go first because no. I... I know that people 
look forward to yours. I know my place. Mine, <laughs> mine's going to be a little weird this week because there's a, there's a couple things going around Twitter that get on my nerves. So I cannot stand when Giant fans or any fans put on Twitter a picture of what they want a future Giant to be, whether it's Dwayne Haskins or Murray or could be anybody. And they keep putting him in jerseys of guys who are retired. And then they put that number on there. I know it's nitpicky, but it drives me insane because God forbid you did that with a future Yankee and you gave him number seven or four or three. Every Yankee fan in the world would rip you and say, how could you do that? So when Dwayne Haskins keeps getting number seven, which is Mel Hines, I think retired in the 40s, or Murray gets number one, which was Ray Flaherty's. Look, the Giants came up with the Ring of Honor because they had too many retired numbers. It's like one, four, seven. 11, 14, 32, 40. I'm trying to go from memory here. 50. So they have a ton of numbers retired. So they came up with this ring of honor. But, you know, Strahan's hasn't been worn yet. So you wonder if they're going to retire his too. Please respect the history of the Giants. Know it. And stop putting retired numbers on these kids. They have no chance of getting those numbers. Again, (laughs) a little nitpicky. But I can't stand seeing it on Twitter. I keep seeing Dwayne Haskins in a seven jersey. And everyone keeps retweeting it. He's not going to be seven. It's retired. So guys who do that, I'm sorry. You're the buffoons of the week. Mm. Okay. It's a stretch, but it is. It's annoying. I don't care. Whatever. All right. Well, you, well, you could tell you're annoyed by that. All right. Very. Um, okay. I go. Yes. Go for oh, it. Okay. You done? Okay. I wasn't sure if you were finished. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Okay. My buffoon of the week um, was something that, I owe to you, Jerry. I did not know about this till I saw it on Twitter when you put it up before. Michael Bennett, hmm. number 77 of the Philadelphia Eagles, is going to be the buffoon of the week. Why? Because he was acting like a little baby when a, uh, a cameraman was um, record. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Tell me. <laughs> Was filming, thank you, Jerry. Was filming him walking off the field after the loss yesterday, and he got mad at the cameraman and basically looked like he was telling him, Go to the other side of the field. Wah! Paul Michael Bennett, the guy who I think is still facing civil litigation because he pushed a crippled aside on the ground, okay, to try to get past him. I think during one of his brother's games or something like that, whatever it was. Was it a Super Bowl a couple years ago? Yeah, whatever I think it, was it was. Super Bowl, yeah. Right, so he decided to push some 85-year-old cripple to the ground, okay? So poor Michael Bennett, this is the type of person he is, okay, acting like a little you-know-what because the guy was filming him yesterday. Mike, sorry you lost, my man, but you are the buffoon of the week. He, he should get it for those stupid-ass shoulder pads he wears. Is that shoulder pads? It looks like cardboard things. In, it in just looks thing. like a T-shirt. Like, you, you and yours used to be small. But you know how hockey goalies can't wear padding too big. I, I think there should be a rule against except for Lundqvist. Yeah. yeah, okay. I, I think I think he shouldn't. <laughs> no, I, you flabbergasted me. See how quick you get to me? Like I forgot what I was saying because I you mentioned you mentioned the king, and I I, I feel terrible about what the Rangers are doing. Uh, Bennett, yeah, the shoulder pads. He he wears these small shoulder pads, and it's such an advantage to not getting grabbed. There there should be like a rule that you have to have shoulder pads, you know, a a, a certain size. 
So aside from being an idiot and a jerk, I, his shoulder pads it's, just annoy the hell out of me. Yeah, isn't it amazing he hasn't broken a shoulder blade yet with that? Yeah, I, I well, yeah, he must just do spin moves all game. I don't know. What the hell well, he does. Listen, you know, my Bennett's a buffoon. We all know that. I mean, he's a heck of a play. Listen, his play yesterday, after that play, they missed a field goal. I said to myself, they're going to win this game because of Bennett because he had that negative tackle. I, I mean, you know? and if they won the game because of him, oh, oh my God, dude. I can't tell you. My kid said... I, I was listening to um, I was listening to a lot of uh, like happy songs today. One of them was I, I'm not ashamed to say Mozart's "Ode to Joy." I just kept playing it over and over with headphones on, and I sent it to my daughter, and she just laughs at me because she knows I'm a buffoon. And she mm-hmm. said, "School's very quiet today," and I was like, "Oh, thank you." That's the best mm-hmm. news I heard because all the Eagle brats in the greater Mercer County area were just quiet today, and it's it's just. What a great feeling. It is awesome. I mean, you're hopefully you're one and done. It was a it, I almost felt like since that in the last year I just haven't enjoyed anything. Like like my coffee tasted better today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah, no, I saw that. Um I don't know about you. I don't know about you. You're, you're in but... Flemington. You have to feel this too. Yeah, my phone was pretty quiet today. Uh, from a few of my Eagle fans. Very quiet. No text. <laughs> I was getting a lot of text last week about the, oh, watch what we do to the Saints and this and that. Oh, we're underdogs again. You know how we are with the mask and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, Whatever. But um, um, I don't know about you, Jerry, but you know, people were asking today on Twitter, like, you know, who do you hate more, Cowboys? A lot of people went with the Cowboys. I have to be honest with you. I don't think it's even close, right? Oh, I think the no, Eagles no, are way no, ahead of the no, Cowboys. No, the the Eagles, I'm trying to think of a comparison. The Cowboys are the Cowboys are a hemorrhoid to like the Eagles being like syphilis. Yeah. Like they, they are just yeah. they are a whole other they are a whole other category of just beyond annoyance. Oh, it's because of the fans. Yes, yeah, because of their fans. Yeah, the fans yeah. are the are the worst. They deserve to How lose. About that, I mean that statue they have of Falls and 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 Peterson and Doug yes, Peterson outside that's the, the stadium? One I, that's the one I want dressed up as Giants. If he becomes a Giant, Giant fans should put Giant stuff all over that. That'd oh be great. God. Could you imagine the trolling we could do? Oh, my, oh my God. God. I mean, I would be yeah. encouraging it, so I'd be responsible if people got arrested. But at the same time, <laughs> if a Giant fan put a Giants hat on it at a game, oh, my God. They'd have to they'd have to bring it inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that trophy will come down. No doubt. Oh, don't worry about it. As soon as they go four and, you know, if they start four and seven, they should be looking to fire Peterson anyway. So they'll, those fans will melt it. Yeah. So. I mean, you'd have to imagine even license plate guy would do something to it, right? He'd put a jersey on it. I could see Joe doing something like that. Or taking a picture with a jersey on us right next to Yeah, I could see Joe doing that. <laughs> anyway, um, great weekend in sports. So psyched about the Banks thing coming up. What a, what a, ridi- what a ridiculous four days, Chris. Unbelievable. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, ridiculous. And, and, and we still have a sponsor. Yeah. We have a sponsor till the end of January, baby. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, even more ridiculous that the Patriots are in the AFC Championship game again. That's yeah. it's incredible. Um, uh, they had the best matchup. I think they're losing this weekend, but we'll get to that. We can get to that on Thursday. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Jerry, quickly, um, Mahomes is just so impressive, man. Ridiculous. He's just, um, I actually – Tech, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to not, of course, now you made fun of me about name dropping, so I'm not going to talk about it now. No, what'd you do? Who'd you text? What? President? Who'd you text? Don't, <laughs> no, don't, don't the home, don't the, uh, you know, the Mahomes game, yeah. uh, the Chiefs game, I actually do a, you know, text out the banks about mm. this has got to be Andy Reid's first trophy with this kid. I mean, yeah. there's no way this kid's not going to get this guy a trophy. And Banks was like, yep, no doubt about it. You know, was, I, I, Jerry, if Andy Reid doesn't win a, a Super Bowl with Mahomes, 
I mean, because this kid, Jerry, he does things on a field. I, I, I tweeted something about, I don't know if I ever see anything what this kid does in a field. And, you know, Brett Favre used to do those awkward angles. Remember, Jerry? Yep. Drop down. This kid, Mahal, it, it, he's, he's a shortstop in baseball playing quarterback. <laughs> the way he throws the ball, these different angles. He's a, Jerry, he's an amazing kid. The weather's what might do him in Sunday. They're talking about brutal weather. Chris, one more question. Sunday. One more question. Yeah. Serious. No, if you're going to break my chops, don't ask the were, question. Were Harry Carson and Lawrence Taylor on the text message too? Or was it just Banks? No, uh, right now it's just Banks. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for joining us as always. If you want to order the Giant Insider newspaper, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to Magster, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. Uh, thanks, everybody. Chris, you're the man. And remember, guys, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.